Yo, 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 yo. What is good, people? This is Power Ups and Power Bombs, and I am your host, Drizzy. And as usual, I am joined by the first lady, the queen, numero uno, the head honcho of Power Ups and Power Bombs, Black Barbie 116. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm still working on this daggone dollhouse. And by the way, this was this. I thought this was gonna be fun. It's kind of fun, but it ain't at the same time. Like it was fun when you brought it home and opened it up. <laughs> well, no, it was fun when we saw Olivia open it up on Christmas Day, but it wasn't fun for Chris when he had to put it together. But now that I've pulled it out of the closet, it's not fun. I feel like I should have left this in the closet. This is like this is a bad idea. <laughs> this yeah, was it was going to waste though. So it was either me take it or it just sits in the closet. Oh, Lord. So other than you slaving over a Barbie dream house, are we good? How are you doing? I'm doing pretty before, good. Yeah, before we get into any wrestling, are you watching anything interesting? Are we talking about like Peacemaker? Are you watching Peacemaker? Yes, I'm watching Peacemaker. Oh, I love Peacemaker. I haven't given it a chance. You got to. John it's, Cena was built for this role. So it's not that I don't want to give it a chance. It's I've been engulfed in One Piece. Oh, you back on that again? Yeah, I got to, I got to the tab skip. And woo boy, woo! Everything before the tab skip was wild. Like, I, I know once upon a time we were an anime podcast, we did anime and wrestling, but I don't even know if I can recommend it because it takes a lot of dedication to watch One Piece. Yes, it does. I won't do it. Like, I waited way, I waited way too late in life to start watching One Piece. I'm never going to catch up. I'm, I've made peace with it. It's, I'm never going to catch up, ever. <laughs> oh, but yes. And we start, have you, uh, so I think we tried to start talking about it a little bit last week. Do you watch any of the powers? No, because I don't have, I'm the only weirdo who did not get, it, it comes on Showtime, right? It's on Stars. Yeah, I'm, I don't have Stars. I have HBO Max, which um, I guess I was born like last week when I found that HBO Max is short for HBO Cinemax. It is? Yes, I didn't know that. See, you didn't know it. I, I didn't. learned that it's because it, they have Cinemax shows and HBO, and I was like, you know what? That makes sense because back in the day when you get the HBO package, you got Cinemax too. Yeah, I remember it being on there, but I didn't put the put the. I just thought it was like a package. <laughs> I just think I didn't know it was like a thing. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I didn't know. I thought HBO Max meant like oh to the max because we have the great shows. No, it's HBO and Cinemax together. You are not wrong for thinking that because that's exactly what I thought. <laughs> I'm sitting over like I'm sitting over looking stupid and say, I'm like I'm reading this on Facebook and I was like I want to go look it up and sure enough it is. I was like, oh you could I thought it was HBO like to the max or something. No, it's HBO Cinemax. I mean, and they got a little bit of everything. I mean, Jujutsu Kaisen's on there, The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. Like, I mean, I would, it's not far fetched to think that, but okay. We'll <laughs> learn something new today. No, but well, we don't, we technically don't have stars either. 
thank uh shout out to the bill pair that does have amazon prime and the stars channel because that's the only way we watching it <laughs> like, thank god for family sharing well i will say this um there's some people in sure geekdom the sure geekdom group that uh they like power so if you want to start a power thread where y'all talk about power i'll catch up to power eventually I do think that the original series of Power is on Hulu. I think it is. Oh, no. I want to see the nasty stuff. Oh, that's on there? It should be oh, on there. Okay. Like, you know, the some... original, like the original series of it. Like, because you know it. So you have Power and then it branches off into Power Book 2, Ghost, and then Power Book 3, Raising Canaan, and then like just came on 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 uh stars is power book four force like it's a lot <laughs> like it gets pretty it gets pretty deep i think i've watched like maybe two seasons of power but that's because like I, that's when people would get the free trial of stars mm-hmm. i think eventually i'm gonna get back into it because i did like it when i was watching it what well, what i used to do was i'd get the free trial at the end of the season and binge watch all of it. That's what I did for the one season. That's how I, I think it was for season four of Power. That's how I got caught up. Like you just spend that whole two or three days just watching all of it and then you're done. Like, okay, you can go away. Oh, man. All right. Let's get into a little bit of wrestling. So, we I just got done with AEW Dynamite. Black Barbie is still on her boycott. We're still waiting on that Tony Khan apology. That he's trash. He's a trash individual. I don't know if he's going to ever do it. But this was a really, really, really good episode of Dynamite. Um, We had two, two major surprises. Keith Lee and Switchblade Jay White. So my question for you is AEW is their roster growing way too big, way too fast? I don't want to sound like a hater, but I think it is. Um only because eventually you're going to run into that same situation with WWE. You're going to have a stacked roster, but until you either get rid of one of those YouTube shows and then pick up another day of the week, I mean, you're it, it's gonna be too it's gonna be too bloated. I mean, Keith Lee is a hell of a pickup for them. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay White is a hell of a pickup for them. But at the same time, what are you doing with your Orange Cassidy's and you know, and in some of your day ones? Like, I know old girls probably poised to probably win the Owen Hart Cup or the Owen Hart tournament. But I love Chris Statlander, and I feel like she needs to be doing you know she needs to be up there she t- me personally i'm glad jade won but i thought she should have i thought that chris Statlander should have won mm-hmm. but i mean i think they're gonna get they're gonna get too big and i know how tony Khan, you know he's like i'm just gonna let people write out their contract but even then that's gonna start getting expensive to have people mm-hmm. sitting at home and you're still paying them right they're getting oh, yeah. way too big and with the addition of both Jay White and um and more so Keith Lee, because it seemed like Jay White probably doing like a 
an appearance for a couple of months, and then he's, he'll probably go on back to whatever he's doing with uh, New Japan. Keith Lee is not somebody you can just stick in the TNT title ter- uh, picture. Like, this is going to go towards your main event. And then it brings my next question is with all with bringing in Keith Lee, this now adds Moxley, all these other guys who are not AEW homegrown talent. Is it going to be a while before we get another after a hangman losing? Is it going to be a while before we get another homegrown AEW talent as champion? Uh, God, that's a good question. Because my thing is, I always thought Jungle Boy should be there first or should have been there, you know, their first. Now, pillar wise, he may be the first. That is exactly what I thought. All right, I, when they did do this, it wouldn't have surprised me to see Jungle Boy, MJF, and Hangman in the finals of, of something. Mm-hmm. And you build around those guys. But then, you know, Moxley comes, Kenny is. I get Kenny doesn't count as homegrown because he was a wrestling hold name. Mm-hmm. I don't know Kenny. Uh, Kenny might be able to be thrown in that too because no, he's not a household name or he wasn't, but he was somebody that was still fairly new to the um, mainstream fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's I don't know it. It kind of looks like it's gonna be a while because you know Adam Cole's now inserted him in the picture. We just had Lance Archer go after the world title. Um, well, like I let the cat out the bag. He did lose in the Texas Death Match against Hangman, which if you have not watched it, definitely go back and watch. It is a damn good match. It's not exact. I I wouldn't quite classify it as a Texas Death Match, but it's still good. Um. But it's loaded with people that aren't homegrown. And I think that is a big part of like companies that is missing. You want to have that person that you've watched grow for I don't know how long. And you're not going to get that for a while, I don't think. So then I have a question for you. Okay, so NXT is the show that nobody's watching. Because, I mean, at this point, I don't watch NXT. I probably should because I've heard it's really picking up. Steam and is really getting good. Do you think WWE is growing stars? Because according to some people, they feel like WWE does not know how to grow stars. But I'm looking on I, that Christian. Uh, I was have to call him his old name, but Carmelo Hayes is a star. So my thing with NXT is they're at the formula that they used in the new generation, and that didn't work out too well because for every Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, you had. You had Duke the Dumpster Drozzy. You had Bastion Booger. You had Doink. Like, it's like for every big star they have, they have five more flops. And that's kind of what it looks like in NXT because they're going with the most skin deep of gimmicks and stuff. Like, yes, you have Christian Casanova. Oh, shit. I said to call him. Carmelo Hayes. <laughs> But then you end up, you turn around and you have Ducats, the poker player. Um, you have who else is in who's who else is down there right now? You get the Creed brothers. I don't know how how serious they've been with them lately, but they they're in the finals of the Dusty Cup with MSK. Okay, 
So we'll can we can take them out of that then. But you get uh teams like all jacket those, time. jacket time, definitely jacket time. Like what was the what like you can't tell me you can't look at them and know what the creative process was behind that name. It's nothing to like really latch on to creative wise. Where when you get people like uh Carmelo Hayes, he gives you a little bit of depth to hang on to. Mm-hmm. So it's like easier for them to like for people to latch on to him, and it'll probably be a bit a better transition when he gets on the main roster. Like he's definitely gonna be a big thing, but it's all because they were able to give him that depth and that those stories, and he's not so skin deep. He's a whole lot deeper than what most people give him. Him and Trick. Even though I'm not sure Trick gonna be able to be on TV too long because I'd have heard him say some stuff to make Vince go, what did he just say? Now I will say this Mandy Rose being down there, it makes I like her better down there than I did it on the main roster. I feel like the Mandy Rose thing is kind of forced too. Because they they took somebody who probably need who probably needed a little bit more time in NXT her first run and just put her back down there. Because on the main roster, she was pretty skin deep. Yeah. I'm beautiful. I'm the golden god. It's God's greatest creation. And it's like every time she would get ready to get a little bit of depth, they would reboot her. Like Fire and Desire. She had some depth. The thing uh, you add, when they added Otis to that, that made her a whole lot more likable and everything. It mm-hmm. added the depth in the story that we needed. And then they moved her to Raw. Took took everything that made her interesting and took it away from her. And then she starts teaming with Dana Brooke. She starts getting interesting again. The more I was seeing Dana and Mandy on TV together, like, huh, this looks like a really good tag team. I would be interested in seeing this. And then they get the WrestleMania match, and then next thing you know, boom, she's back in NXT. (laughs) So now they're trying to force t- uh, total was fatal attraction to be in a thing, and I'm just not bad at it <laughs> because it's just so I'm beautiful again. Like it's it's like the it's like the golden golden goddess uh, gimmick again, except without the golden goddess. It's more of a bitchy character role. Yeah, like it doesn't make like it doesn't make me want to see her get beat up. It doesn't. It doesn't give me anything to care about. Like, I care more about Raquel and Corey Jade. And I care more about the Wendy Chu. And that's somebody else who I've seen is getting a lot of flack about her stuff. But it's hard for me to say that I don't like Wendy Chu and then like, like Orange Cassidy and Dan Housen. Because right. they're, they're gimmicks that fit in their own little their own little bubble. I think with her, they've changed her gimmick up so much. Mm-hmm. You know, she went to, you know, she was the supposed to be the old lady in the chair. You yeah. know. Oh, she was supposed to be something else before then. Then, I mean, then they said she looked too much similar to Zia Lee. And that's the one thing about WWE. If they look similar, it's a no-go. Yeah. And then, I mean, now we got the Wendy Chu thing, which, I mean, I guess the, the fans like it. I don't know. Because, like I said, I, it's kind of been a minute 
Since I've it watched kinda, the from the from the thing the clips I've seen, it looks like it lives in that wheelhouse with the dead housings and Orange Cassidy's. It, it it honestly looks like the Orange Cassidy gimmick, except oh she's sleepy. If Vince, if it looks like it through Vince's eyes, like oh he looks sleepy all the time. So let's make a character that's always sleepy. But also, my wife pointed out to me that that gimmick could possibly be racially insensitive. Yes, because you said she looks sleepy. You know. Yeah, and that's like a common thing that they say with like the Asian community. Their eyes make them look like they're asleep, and. It's like I didn't think about it when I saw it, but I'm like, oh shit, you're right. <laughs> so, if I, I guess it's it's fine for now. She's she's doing it, and uh, until I, I don't know, we'll keep our eyes on it. But it it really I really didn't see it at first. So, and I didn't like, think about that either. Like it's, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about a couple of weeks. Was it last week? A couple of weeks ago, with racial with uh gimmicks that are just insensitive, like they don't think about them when they do it. Like, oh, she looks sleepy. Like, oh no. But. Uh, the original well, the original question was: Is NXT creating new su- superstars? Yes. Yes, and I mean it's a yes and no. Like for every, like again, for every Carmelo Hayes, there's Jacket Time, and I don't think Jacket Time and all that's gonna make it. But I do think Carmelo Hayes will. I think the issue is they don't create superstars as fast as like a TNA did. I don't know if you remember when TNA was creating stars. They had AJ Styles. They had Bobby Roode. They had uh, America's Most Wanted, Team Canada. Like, they actually created people that you wanted to go see. And the people that were the established stars were the ones who helped get those guys over where well, NXT really hasn't had anybody to do that. I think that's why they keep bringing AJ Styles. That's why they brought AJ Styles down they are now Dolph Ziggler is that they want, you know, they want the veterans to put over, like, we all know Braun Breaker ain't coming off that title. Yeah, definitely not. Not to Chomp, not to Chompa again, and uh, not to Chompa, and definitely not to Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. Although I would like to see Dolph Ziggler kind of get into a angle with Mandy Rose. Did you go back to that road? Yeah. Just, just they don't even have to go. Just revisit it in the backstage. I mean, this total deal still come on, doesn't it? From what I've been told, I heard it was canceled, but I've heard it was on hiatus. But E is kind of keep, keeping tight lip of what they're doing with the show. Okay, I'm gonna say because I mean it could tie into it because Ziggler and Mandy Rose are have been on total divas. I could see it being a thing. Awesome. So we jumped into the NXT thing. So sticking with the WWE, the WWE. So this past Friday on SmackDown, as our tribal chief addresses us onto what happened at the Royal Rumble, 
We are greeted by familiar chants and a song that we know all too well. And it lets us, it reminds us that Sweet Saudi Blood Money 6 is coming up. The main event for that show, every every time we have this show now, showed up and challenged the Tribal Chief for his world title. If you do not know who that is, that is William Delavore, whatever Jewish middle name we can give him, Goldberg, decided to show up and ask Roman for a match. Your thoughts. Again, why is William coming back? I mean, I understand. I mean, I, I okay, so my question is a hypothetical question because I guess it's a question I don't want to see Goldberg. I know why he's coming back because in Saudi Arabia, the big, you know, the older stars are are kind of big to them. I don't know how far behind they are with us culturally, but I do know like in countries like that, most of the time, like what was cool to us in the 90s and 2000s is cool to them now. So, I, I mean, to me personally, I don't understand why we keep getting Goldberg because, I mean, I, I don't want to see him. It's, and it's, it's only at the Saudi shows. It's only at the Saudi shows. <laughs> like I don't. Really, that the Undertaker, because you know now the Undertaker. Because I mean, every time they go over there, the Undertaker goes with them. And yeah. when they have the parades for them, like they have those elaborate Undertaker floats, which are like badass. Mm-hmm. So I think Goldberg kind of fills the void of the Undertaker. <laughs> but it's uh, but it's Goldberg. Why he? We really about to have a five second go- Roman and Goldberg match. I think the Gage needs to come out and get smashed by Roman. Oh please, dear God! You know, but you know, Romans. <laughs> uh, Roman has this need to make sense that Goldberg doesn't. <laughs> Goldberg doesn't care about making sense. Roman be on our fuck them kids, kind of like how Bobby Lashley was. Like, do I gotta remind y'all what happened these last two Goldberg matches? He sat there and came at Drew McIntyre. They said that he was beating up old guys in the back, and in actuality, he the guy he should have been going after was Randy Orton. Oh, oh yeah, when he had that senility moment. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. He's like. So you don't respect the elders, like, huh? <laughs> but remember, I think wasn't everybody out there, and wasn't like Randy Orton, like looking around, like, hey, it should be me, not who's Randy he talking to? The back punting old people. He punted, like, he put. I think he did. He'd beat a Rick. He'd beat a Big Show. He'd beat a Mark Henry, and it was on Legends Night. But Goldberg comes out to Drew McIntyre, is like, you're being disrespectful to the legends, and they're just like, huh? <laughs> Or how about when that you referenced when uh, Goldberg's son, who grew up pretty fast, decided he was gonna jump on Bobby Lashley's back in the middle of his match, and when Bobby defends himself, Goldberg's like, "You tried to kill my son. I'm gonna hurt you. I'm gonna kill you." I'm like, "Huh? <laughs> Your son jumped on his back. You, like, did you miss? Did you miss the first part of this this match?" <laughs> I think Goldberg was asleep. 
wake they need to wake him up. Like Jesus. Oh man. Like I, I just can't I so that's go yeah, that's Goldberg for you. So he's gonna be at the Saudi show. Uh let's see if we got the other matches confirmed for it. I'm pretty sure we don't. The ladies Dude. are having a uh uh, elimination. The Raw ladies are having an elimination chamber match in Saudi. Yes, so that is, if I can remember, because I think they had a match Monday. Dewdrop, Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, Nikki Ash, Bianca, and I'm forgetting somebody. I'm forgetting somebody. I can't think of who it is, though. Who did Bianca take on on Monday? Uh, they were in a five way, I believe. Well, oh, we have to catch on on Monday. Who did she take on? I forgot. Damn. I don't know. I try to block. Girl. Oh, she's on Nikki Ash. So the other female is a is a surprise and is a surprise person. They're not saying oh. who. Man, they better announce that beforehand. You know, Saudi Arabia don't like surprises like that. Some people say they think it's Oscar. I'm actually surprised they're doing this because no, this ain't a they ain't a big country on women's rights over there. Yeah, and they're gonna be dressed from head to toe, covered up, and then have t-shirts on on top of the gear. That's gonna be. <laughs> I mean, that's like Lita and Becky doing it. I'm like, y'all do know that you're not gonna see Lita in a thong, right? Yeah, you're not gonna get that. You're gonna get. They're gonna get those. All right. So remember the ba- the Bailey Naomi match. You're gonna get that. They're gonna get that generic logo put on a shirt, and they're gonna wrestle in that in leggings. So, yeah. Somebody said Lacey Evans, and I was like, "Y'all need to log off." No, Lacey's not going over there. She just uh, how did the baby now? Her baby should be. She had that baby in around the same time Ronda Rousey had her baby. Yeah, and normally. Uh, her family travels with her everywhere, so I doubt that she's going over there for that. And her and uh, the kids coming with her too. No, I doubt, I really doubt that's happening. Her daughter travel over with her when they went. Remember when she took on Natalia? I think that might have been a turning burn. So she might have. I don't think she. I don't know because she was about. She was of a well. I don't know. <laughs> I guess I really couldn't tell you. But I don't. I really don't think it's Lacey. Uh, what about Alexa? Probably. I'm. I'm not liking these segments on Raw with Alexa Bliss and this doctor. I'm like, can we get to the point, please? It's not really going anywhere, and I don't understand why we're still fighting with it. I mean, she's not the fiend anymore. He keeps giving her that damn doll, and it's like it's a replica. And we like we know, and I'm sitting there like. Do something with it. Either the doctor turns into some type of crazy dude. They got to do something because, I mean, it's just not working. It's, I mean, and honestly, after the Fiend Orton match, I really, there was really no more need for her to be that anymore. Wasn't, but when Charlotte clowned the shit out of her, talking about, when she said talking about gimmicks, I was like, yeah, that was a good comeback. Yeah, so. That was a good one. Now, somebody, like I saw some, I read on uh, Facebook, somebody said, even though I don't think it's going to happen, they said, what if it turns out that the therapist is actually Bray Wyatt? No. If w, first of all, if WWE does that, number one, 
that would be them pulling off like the biggest secret in history because I mean that would go up there with Roman Reigns coming back and them not telling us he was coming back. But I doubt it because Wyndham's out here living his best life. Right. He's not going to AEW. He out here with JoJo. He out here making TV shows. He's getting to see his visions portrayed on stuff. He ain't worried about wrestling. If he really wants to come back to wrestling, he will, but I think he's just a creative person. He just needs an outlet to do what he wants to do. Right. Because he is another one of those they labeled with the hard to work with. <laughs> yeah, that was John Lor- uh That was uh, John Laurinaitis and possibly um, Bruce Pritchard. Alright. My next, our next question I have for you. So with Roman being champion and Brock, uh, well, Bobby being the WWE champion, there is a name noticeably not in this. It was just recently champion, Biggie. Mm-hmm. He was recently moved back to SmackDown, and he's now on SmackDown full time, back with the New Day, doing tag team stuff, mm-hmm. similar to what they did with Kofi. Is that was this experiment a success or a failure? Um, I'll be honest. I think Biggie's title reign was kind of it. It it wasn't that great, and I think it was because of how WWE. It wasn't his fault. He was an entertaining champion. It's not his fault. I think what it was, they didn't do enough to build for him. They didn't build opponents for him. And the one opponent that I did want to see him go against, they took it away and made it a, a fatal five-way or a fatal four-way, then became a fatal five-way at day one. And, I mean, I, 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 I didn't understand that. I think with Big E, a lot of people say, oh, he was boring. He should have turned heel. You don't always, and I mean, I hate when people say that because you don't always have to be heel to have a good championship run. I mean, I just think it was an experiment. It didn't go well. But I don't see the, I, I don't see them totally dismissing Big E. Even though I heard the rumors that people are upset about how they're treating Big E. Mm-hmm. Which Amanda Huber, no offense, I know her husband's gone, but she annoys me to no end. You know, she's out here tweeting about Biggie deserves better. He's not going to go to AEW because guess what happens, honey? If he comes over there to y'all side, the fun side, he's going to be Ricky Stark's other bodyguard. <laughs> so, and this is the exact same thing they did to Kofi. It was yeah. almost a whole another year before Kofi got any type of rematch for that belt. And in the turn, in the talks about Big E's reign. So he had, after he won the belt, the next match he won. It was a rematch against Bobby Lashley. But then after that, he lost just about every single match. Oh, you saw that that statistic too? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's creator's fault. That's not even his fault. Right. And it's like, and, and it wasn't as dominant as a run as Kofi got, because Kofi got like a full six months just uh, it was a trouble in paradise and we're out of here. Mm-hmm. 
for six yeah. months until he ran into Brock. Big yeah. almost like they didn't even give him a chance. Like he lost to the Usos, he lost to Seth, he lost to Roman. Like he lost in the fight in the five way. Like it's like he never really got a chance, and it's more so that this thing was booked to just give a moment and opposed to actually give him a chance to see if he could run with the ball. And the crazy thing is about him losing, he he ate the pin. Like, <laughs> Seth Rollins should have ate that pin. Um, Kevin Owens should have ate that pin. Big E should not have been the one to eat the pin. Hell, Bobby Lashley could have ate that pin. Yeah. It was like Vince being ha ha. Better luck next time, sucker. <laughs> That's my Vince McMahon voice, and it's very terrible. But I mean, it's I blame WWE for that. But you know, I don't want to see him go to AEW because I feel like he'll just be floundering in in the pool of AEW. I really don't think he would go back to. I don't think he'd go to AEW. I mean, he's a homegrown talent, so he doesn't know anything outside of WWE. I can't see him going anywhere else, really. If he does, he'll he might go in impact or something, but I can't see him making that jump. Um do you think he'll get back to the main event scene? I think he should, because I feel like putting him putting him with the new day again, which I think I know why they did it. I think Xavier Woods is hurt and I think his wife is having a baby also. So oh. I think it just Came at the right time. Yeah, what is that to try to race with Matt Hardy? Who can have more kids? <laughs> I don't know. I think his wife, because I know Kofi just had a Kofi and his wife just had a baby like late last year. Yes. And I think Xavier Woods is, I think it's the same thing, or he's, I think he's hurt, and I think his wife may be having a baby. So I think that's why he, and I think that's why they had to do it. Now, if that's the reason why they did it and they put Biggie back over there, it's understandable because then you have Kofi Kingston not doing anything. But I'll ask you. I'll 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 say this: When is Shinsuke Nakamura going to defend that title? This Thursday, actually. I mean, this oh. Friday. Oh snap! But it has it has been okay. So I've seen the results of that. He has not defended the title since August. I think it was about August. That sounds about right. Uh, it was speculation that he was hurt, and I think he was for a little bit, but he came back and still nothing. So, no, he had wrestled. He lost. Like, so, it's, I don't know what the deal is with they do these periods of time where they just want to let titles sit. Like they have not like Intercontinental title, which is supposed to be really be the real uh, prestigious title, ain't they haven't done anything with that. It needs to go back on the Miz. The Miz was the last one who made the Intercontinental title something. I kind of feel like I don't need to put it on Miz again. If we're gonna do put Miz anything, Miz needs to be in the world title picture. He does, but you know we're not getting that anytime soon. Because we've been playing this Miz is an underdog thing for decades now. For a decade, uh, almost two decades. Like, when are they going to start seeing him as a credible threat? I mean, he should. He is he in the? No, he's not. He's not in the uh, 
in the elimination chamber match. Um, he brought that up on him, nor uh, he brought that up on Monday night that he's not in it. And he very well should be. Like at this point in time, we should be like Miz should be an elevated star. He might not want to go to Saudi. You know, he was on that plane the last time. Good point. <laughs> Maurice probably like no. You don't need to go. Good point. But uh, yeah. So the Saudi show, yeah. All right. So we don't really have too much going. Like I said, it has. It's been a quiet week. We haven't had too much going on. We do have. Uh, so we did not get to go to the show last uh, Friday. Uh, because of the ice storm, or is it was it an ice storm? Yeah, it was. It was. It, I mean, it sputtered, but it was an ice storm. It caused people to call some stuff. Yeah, so we the show was completely canceled. Hopefully, we'll get to go to it next. Get to the next one, which I believe is March fourth. Yep. So there's the March fourth show at for Paradigm, and also that same weekend. Is an impact doubleheader. Uh, let me see if I can pull that up real quick. Impact Wrestling is coming to Louisville, Kentucky. Sacrifice is uh, what do they do? They call their stuff pay per views. Uh, everybody's changing their names now, so I don't know if I, I, they still do, but I don't. Is Sacrifice a pay per view or is this a, in one of those Impact Plus specials? It is a Impact Plus special. So, Sacrifice is the fifth, and then they're doing some access tapings on the seventh, on the sixth, mm-hmm. at Sunday. And all this is happening in Kentucky at the in Paris Town Hall. Um, I feel like I'm leaving out another show. Uh, was there another show? I know Paradigm has one on uh, next. Yeah. Friday. Uh, what was it? W was it, uh, room 227? Yeah, it's like a double headers. Room 227 and what was the other one? It's a double header. It's two shows. Yeah, there's that and then there's the British Round show in March. Uh, as we get closer to the March shows, we'll talk about those, but for right now, we're just going to kind of focus on the Paradise the, the Paradise shows on the 27th. The, yeah, the 27th, I believe. Mm-hmm. And the Impact shows and the Paradigm show on the 4th. So, 4th, 5th, 6th, all those shows. Jesus. It's a lot of wrestling coming up. It's a busy... Hey, you, you said you wanted all this wrestling to come to Louisville. We're finally getting it. I know. I spoke, uh-huh. I, I spoke it into experience, but now I'm trying to find ways to pay for all of it. <laughs> Because as we're doing this, like, Jesus, I ain't got no type of. So it's like, you know, you pay after you pay for the. Because the Impact Show is two tickets together. Mm-hmm. So you'll get the both both days, because, I mean, it's both days. And I think the, the Impact taping, you're getting like a couple of weeks worth of show. Yeah. So that's a wow. <laughs> 
but I wouldn't mind seeing it going to see the inspiration in the Bullet Club and the Good Brothers. I haven't been to an impact show in some years. I think yeah, the last I want to see Tasha Steels. That Tasha and uh Savannah Evans. Oh, I love those. I love Savannah Evans. Oh, and I hope I'll do that when we're closing out. So that's pretty much the show for the day. We've gone this is like we don't have have too much going on. Uh the Saudi shows are coming up. It's it's a slow week. There haven't really been any indie shows here because of the ice storm. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks we'll start getting back on our feet with that stuff. Uh Terminus is coming up, isn't it? Terminus Yeah, golly. Uh, we've gotten a few more names that have come for that. I do know that uh, Shane Strickland. Are they calling him Shane? Yeah, Shane Strickland, Baron Black, uh, Santana. Uh, where is it at? Where is it at? Uh, where is it at? Um, Adam Priest, Gresham. Baron Black, Joaz, Dante, I can't say his last name, Liza Hall, Jay Lethal, Gabriel Kidd, Killer Kate. Like I said, there's a lot of a lot of people showing up for this one. Dan Danny Garcia, David Richards, Trey Lamar, Serena Deeb, Queen Amanada. Like it's a lot of people. Leon Ruff. Like, Jesus. Leo Rush will be there. And if I'm... Oh, there is one more thing I want to talk about before we go. Mm-hmm. We talked about this a couple of months ago. If I... Uh, let me go pull it up. And it has to do with Ring of Honor. They are starting their Hall of Fame. And I remember back on one of our shows when uh, our friend uh, BK Matt from the Year Sports shows on the show was mm-hmm. we through like who we thought should be in, in a Ring of Honor Hall of Fame, and they have announced the first two people who will be inducted, and those will be the Briscoes. Mark and Jay and Brian Danielson. What so? Yeah, your phone cut out. Oh, so we got our uh, first two inductees for the Ring of Honor Hall of Fame. It is Brian Danielson and the Briscoes. What are your thoughts? Two solid choices that should be in the Hall of Fame. Like and I, I'm trying to sit there and remember everybody that we had all said should be in it. And I'm pretty sure Brian and the Briscoes were all on that list. Yes. So uh, I don't know how many they're doing in each class, but it is absolutely great. I can, the only other person I can sit there and think of that would be to be in this class to go would be someone like. Um, a Coke Cabana, Samoa Joe, CM Punk, uh, Nigel McGinnis. 
Fat probably knocked him against more than anything. But I think that would have to be a he had to get out of WWE to, in order to do it. I think um, Jimmy Rave just to pay homage to him and have his daughter come up. Yeah, Jimmy Rave definitely. Um, Jimmy Jacobs too. Like I think Jimmy Jacobs probably does not get a lot of the credit that he should be getting because he is an integral an integral part of Ring of Honor and a lot of the stories they've had. I think he had one of the best storylines in Ring of Honor at one point in time when he had the age of the fall and that whole little story. Mm-hmm. And that uh, the Hall of Fame will happen on I believe is on Friday, April 1st. Yeah. No, uh, no, April 1st is Supercard of Honor. It'll happen that weekend. So this is all happening in Texas. Texas getting all the good shows. They really are, but they always do. And also, as we get the information for it, we will have more about For the Culture. For the Culture is coming up, and it is probably our WrestleMania. So definitely stay tuned for that. All right, let's wrap this up. Black Barbie. Where can we find you? All right. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at BlackBarbie116. My Instagram page is starting to become more of like a a Barbie Instagram lifestyle page because apparently I'm getting a lot of people who like Barbie stuff, like a lot of collectors. So, But I'm still going to post about Sheer Geekdom. I'm still going to post about Power Ups and Power Bombs and wrestling as well. So. If you see a lot more Barbie content, that's because it's kind of like that's kind of where my Instagram page is going to. Um, but you can also find me on Facebook at Ariel Cottrell. You can find me in the Sheer Geekdom group on Facebook. And also um, the Sheer, me and Chris split time between the Sheer Geekdom Twitter. Uh, but he's mostly on there. So, But we do have a new episode dropping. And we also have two new heroes that are going against each other. Dark Side 1, because I was right. We got <laughs> We got Green Lantern, John Stewart's Green Lantern, Black there History Month. There you go. I was gonna say, hold on, don't don't forget, it's John Stewart. John Stewart, the the real one, and then going against the Dark Phoenix. So check out, check it out. It should be a good matchup. So that's that's all for me this week. All right, and you can find me on IG at b i g d r y z z y five zero two. As well as the Power Ups and Power Bombs Instagram page, PUPB Pod, as well as on Twitter at PUPB Podcast. Uh, we did do a watch along for an impromptu watch along for uh, AEW Dynamite. It did not start out, it wasn't supposed to be that at first, but it quickly turned into that because of people who are assholes to other people. <laughs> Well, I said, as I, I can't support people that want to be assholes to other people. Um, anytime, and if if I can sit there and provide a safe space for a black woman, I will. So, so there's that, and also before we wrap it up, shout outs to the Nation of African American Wrestling, The Ville Wrestling with Corey Wallace and friends. I don't know why I say Corey Wallace and Friends for us. It's not like this 
<laughs> like it's a TV show. <laughs> but shout out to Corey. He does a lot of great things here. He promotes a lot of the Louisville things that Louisville and Jeffersonville things that do happen around here. Um, shout out to Power. Uh, not Power. Power. I'm on Power. Power. Shout out to Random Digits. <laughs> It's been a long day, folks. Um, a new episode will be dropping on if it has in podcast world, this should be dropping the day before this one. So the on the lookout for that. Also, thank you to any and everybody who supports us, who has given us any type of listens, any type of support, any type of prayers, love, energy, thoughts of any any kind. We truly appreciate it. You guys keep us pushing and doing this. Uh, anything else you want to add, ma'am? Um, no, I think that's good. Um, I'm actually, I will say this, I'm actually enjoying Black History Month. Like, I'm loving that we're all coming together and we're not letting, you know, we shutting shit down if we need to. Mm-hmm. We're all, I mean, the internet should be a safe space for all people of color. And for everybody, and not just people of color, but for everybody. So right. let's just keep that in mind. It's Black History Month. Y'all treat us with respect. Absolutely. And also keep up with Talk of Champions who is doing, who are doing Black Fact, Black History, well, introductories on Black superstars of the future. We are doing Black superstars of now. 28 Days of Black Wrestling, as well as, as well as Sure Geekdom, who is doing 28 Days of Black Superheroes. Am I right? Yeah, I think I might have missed today. <laughs> but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it on our hair in a little bit. I think I seen one today. I'm not 100% sure, but I, I think I have. I don't know. I still need to do ours for today. So, all right. With all that said, for Black Barbie, I am Drizzy. We are out.